0: Welcome back to Grazia Life Advice podcast. It's great to have you with us as always. This is Rhiannon Evans and we are all set to get six life tips from another woman worth listening to. This time, whether it's Strictly Come Dancing, the Radio 2 show or the Fringe and the Eyeliner, one of Britain's most famous faces. Hello, my name's Claudia Winkleman. I am small and orange and 49
1: and this is Grazia Life Advice did I get the name right? Yeah, you did.
0: That's a miracle. I thought that was very impressive. Almost got, I almost didn't get my name right. As the presenter releases the paperback collection of her essays, Quite, we picked her brains for the best advice from her illustrious career, including, and she's quite clear about this, always leave the party early. Even if it's your party, get out. Okay. Go and stay at her friend's. <laughs> Leave with your best friend and go, I guess I'll tidy up tomorrow. Yeah. Coming up, how good it feels on that rare occasion when your kids tell you you're right about something. Let's not go... They don't, let's not go... they okay. never say that. I and mean, they might about
1: when I've told them just the right amount of time to hold a hobnob in a cup of tea or coffee.
0: Yeah. Then my
1: 15-year-old will go, you're correct. <laughs> it is two seconds. Yeah. I'm like, damn right. And what Claudia thinks we should all look for in the perfect partner. Is he funny? No. Then fine, absolutely, hold his hand, let him lick your neck. Yes. But once you're a grown-up, no. I think if they have a sense of humour, that's everything. Nothing else really matters. Okay. I'm have to be kind. Yes.
0: And they can't be totally stupid. But I don't even mind a bit of stupid. <laughs> quite fancy a bit of stupid. This one is really funny. She had me laughing out loud, so let's get started. Hi, Claudia,
1: how are you today? Fine, thank you. I've just had a nap, so I'm quite bouncy.
0: Oh, good. Naps make you better. We're going to get onto naps later. I shouldn't ask you too much about naps. Fine. We'll, chat, we'll chat about that later. How we're are here, you? Good, thank you. We're here to get your sixth piece of advice and you are here today because we love you, but also because the paperback of your essay collection is out now. It's called Quite, Love, Life and Eyeliner. Perfect. I didn't put that in. <laughs>
1: I've got nothing to do with that. Somewhere I like the name that. quite. Well, yeah. they're very clever at Hope Collins. They're just, they, they should always be in charge of everything. Sometimes now I just text them going, is a toasty a good idea or do you go omelette? Yeah, it's about, I don't know what it's about.
0: Having worked Boots with some a... melted
1: cheese, yeah.
0: I was going to say, having worked with some book publishers as well, I agree. They're the most efficient people on the planet. So. They really are. Um, So Quite is a, a mem like it's not a memoir, it's more a collection of essays, your thoughts on things. And I love at the beginning you talk about why you like the word quite. Can you remember that or can you just tell me why?
1: Yes, I can't remember anything anymore, which is brilliant, lovely. Every day is new. Um, I love the name, I love the word quite because it's, as you say, it's not a memoir. It's not like when I was seven this happened, mainly I can't remember. But quite is... An, a sort of an aside. It means both a small amount and a lot. That mm. I quite like him it means you might be nuts about him, you know. And also, a lot of the stuff I talk about is nonsense. <laughs> so I like wearing a lot of black. Very pleased to see what, what you're wearing so, today. Yeah. Um, And that I like a vast quantity of eyeliner. Is that important? Well, only quite. So yes, it means it means it all. I like it.
0: Yeah, and you talk about everything, don't you? So yeah, eyeliner and black clothes are in there. Cheese, we've already talked about that's in there. But you know, a lot about, you talk about art, you talk about like dating, you know, you do get into some deep stuff. I think you're selling yourself short there. Thank you.
1: Well, of course, but when you talk about the light stuff, you can be, there are many levels that you can be discussing it on. So do I think a cheese and tomato toasty is the answer to life? Not really, of course I don't. But if you're feeling a bit wobbly, and your girlfriend says sorry I love you but I have to call you back then it might just might help for half an hour.
0: Yeah absolutely and I love that you talk about quite as well as being like you know almost just good enough and realizing that sometimes perfect isn't I love perfect I mean look at me um no perfect is
1: not interesting on any level and I think in a world where we're on social media and all of that jazz it's quite good to remember that a lot of it is staged, yeah. not in a bad way, but, you know, people, it's never a post, it's always a boast, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so a person is in front of a beautiful sandbank and their kids are in matching outfits and they're all, mommy, please can I have more broccoli? I actually don't know any, <laughs> any account that is like that, by the way. <laughs> uh, my friends are funnier than everything I've just said. But yeah. yeah, perfect is not interesting. So don't strive for perfect, just strive for good enough or yeah. good enough for your friends and family.
0: Yeah exactly and we're already getting some advice so why not kick off with your pieces of advice that you sent over to us for today's episode and your first one I like because you know I think it's something we could all take on board but seems deceptively simple which is just don't worry about it.
1: Don't worry about it, that's why parents always said don't worry about it. Did they? uh, Yes so good, well the best advice is not never complicated is it, it's just sort of straightforward and delicious and if we went back to our 20-year-old self, I think the main piece of advice would be, don't worry about Like, everything's fine. Yeah. But I was quite angsty. Like, am I doing the right thing? Should I do this? What should I do with my life? Should I work in an art gallery? You know, all of the, they feel like massive questions. Should I buy a colander? I'm an Ikea. I think I'll need one <laughs> at the moment. I don't think I need one, but one day and everything is a worry.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't worry about it. I mean, the main piece of advice that I don't think I wrote down, I can't even remember, is have fantastic girlfriends.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, spend more time on your girlfriends than on anything else so that you've got a fantastic bunch and they won't let you worry about, they won't let you sweat the small stuff. The big stuff, yes, uh, definitely get a pension, definitely work if you want, definitely leave the party early. Or oh, There are all kinds of things that you should do, mm. uh, but if you've got your girls around you, that, then you'll be all right. But yes, don't worry about it.
0: Have you had lots of girlfriends surrounding you throughout your life? as that's from when you were little to today? All different yes. aspects of your life? All
1: different aspects.
0: But I think I
1: found my gang in my sort of mid-twenties.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I haven't let go of any of them. None <laughs> of us are being let go. Even if one of us is being a bit of a tool, yeah. we still, we go, no, no. We hold on. And they're everything. But I do think that we might live in a world where People think those friendships come easy and we just deserve them. You know, I should have lots of friends, but I just haven't met people or it's been very difficult. And I think in the book I say, you know, all that fuss we go through over boys or a girl, the opposite sex, whoever we fancy where we go, oh, I think they'll like this rub if I put it on a, uh, not yourself, that would be <laughs> weird. Don't put coriander on your calves. But, uh, you know, they make a lamb chop and they do this and they go to
0: all this trouble. Mm. Uh, and. I think we should do that for the women in our lives. You talk a lot about the contact you have with your friends. Either you speak about it, you know, in detail, or it seems like you're always kind of mentioning a passing. It seems like you're always calling each other, texting. All the each time. Other. Yeah.
1: All the time. I mean, my husband and my children are like, Mom, <laughs> supper on the table. I'm like, just one second. Yeah. Just one second, because Vicky's got to choose handheld <laughs> and I don't know. So I'm looking into it. Yeah. Um, that but also great friendships. I don't mean it doesn't feel like work. It might at the beginning, yeah. where you go, "Oh, they want to speak to me, but I just want to lie here, or mm-hmm. I just want to watch a box set." But actually, you call them back, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't feel like hard work. And then it becomes it's the it's the lifeline of my life. I mean, yeah. as well as my offspring and my husband. But it just becomes so normal. A friend of mine now is away, and I normally I talk to her twice a day, and I feel bereft. Yeah. I don't feel bereft. I'm happy. She's having a nice time, and she's working abroad. And that, in itself, in the current climate, is miraculous. Mm. So clever her, but uh, yeah, you definitely fit, miss the. There's a space missing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, your second piece of advice, and I want to hear. I want to hear the stories. The other side of this is that nothing happens after midnight. Nothing Why? happens
1: after midnight. <laughs> Why well, did you say this? By the way. I can go further if you want. I didn't want to sound too square because I am, without doubt, Rhiannon, the most boring person you have ever interviewed in your entire life. (laughs) And you seem like a seasoned interviewer. You have sat opposite people. You've never met anyone duller than me. So I could almost say nothing happens after 10. But I knew that that made me a real muppet. Well, my mum, I think, always told me this. She always told me, turn up, be charming, definitely be on time. Somebody's invited you to something. Mm. Go, bring something. Even if you don't have anything, just bring something. A piece of dairy leaf from your fridge will do. A bag of Twiglets. Nobody's ever grumpy about a bag of Twiglets. Mm. You turn up. Yeah, then skadoosh. Get out. Get into bed. Mm. Nothing happens. And I didn't... I'd love to tell you that I found that out the hard way because I've once been up till two. I've never really been up till two. Strictly Blackpool, I stay up late for that. But the rest of the time, no. Nah. Uh I just know, you know, there are often those nights, and I'm so far away from it because I mean my son is practically older than me. There are those nights that there's a balance. Should we go on? Yeah. Should we everyone's going to Ballum? Should we should we get there? Or everyone's going to Dalston, should we? The answer, and you have to take it from me, grandma, is no. Okay. No. I'm not saying no to fun. I'm saying yes to bed, and you'll be so happy with me tomorrow. I'm going to open a can.
0: Yeah, go for it. Very good.
1: That was very good on a podcast. My other piece of advice, stay hydrated, but never with water, obviously, because water is a disgrace.
0: What are you having there instead? Let me tell you.
1: Here you are. Here's this puppy. The other love of my life. Wait a minute. At seven, up. <laughs> I, I do love like a sit. Are you yeah. offended?
0: No, not at all. Looks delicious, nice and cold. So delicious. Honestly. What, what for you then is instead happening after 10/slash midnight? Is it just sleep? Is it not about bad decisions? It's just that you love sleep. It's because I love sleep. Mm. And because I, it's not that I hate bad decisions,
1: I love a good decision. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Uh, so yeah, get home. If you live with somebody, get into bed with them, get all tangled up you're right, that is code, and then uh, and have a good sleep. Okay. And you wake up and you speak to your mates who stayed and they were like, oh, my God, I should have come with you. Yeah. So this is boring advice, but I, I do say it to my children. I said it to my oldest one who's 18 and has just started like, yeah, but, Mum, I was like, dude. And when he has followed my advice, when he's been like 11.30 again, do you know what, I'm just going to jump on the tube. This is all getting a bit chaotic. Yeah. He's happy.
0: That must be nice when you get a, you were right, mum.
1: <laughs> let's not go, they don't, let's not go over more. They'd okay. never say that. Yeah. I and mean, they might about when I've told them just the right amount of time to hold a hobnob in a cup of tea or coffee.
0: Yeah. Then my 15
1: yeah. year old will go, you're correct. <laughs> it is two seconds. Yeah. I'm like, damn right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had 49 years of practice, love.
0: Yeah. I've said, I've heard you talk about parenting before and, you know, you do your podcast, but also you were unfortunately, and I remember you always talking about helicopter parenting and how you're one of those people who always like to get in there first. Will you go past 10 PM if a kid needs picking up? Are you one of those anxious parents in that sense?
1: I'm so, no, I can't. Yes. I need them here. Yeah. No, no one's being picked up past 10. You know why? Everyone's at ours. Yeah. Oh, right. That's clever. Yeah. I'm evil like that. And, uh, yeah, no, come back to ours. And I can offer all kinds of things. I've still got the toaster maker from my university days. That has worked harder than anything else in my life. Yeah, But, yeah, no, they all need to be in bed before I go to sleep.
0: Yeah, yeah, understandable.
1: Claudia, can you share your third piece of good advice for us, please? Thank you, yes. If he doesn't make you laugh, don't even consider it. Right. Don't eat. I don't care what he looks like. When I say he, by the way, lots of people might be listening going, I don't fancy boys. If she doesn't make you laugh, Mm -hmm. if the person that you fancy you're going nuts for and they're sitting opposite you and they're in a fisherman's sweater and maybe they're telling you about their day, Mm. if they're not funny, it's over. Night-night. Get up, get on the bus, chow. That's very important because also, if they don't make you laugh, if they don't laugh at themselves, that's disgusting. (laughs) And you mustn't have sex with them. Okay, that's were it. not getting naked. That's end of.
0: End of, that's the law. Mm, that is the law. Do you watch? Do you ever watch anything like Love Island? Do you get involved in any of those reality shows? I don't, not only because
1: of my ancientness. Uh, but I think, was it last year or the year before, my daughter really liked it, and it, she was really going through the phase where I was, she found me repellent. So I would do anything to be near her. So we watched some, and it was compelling. It was good.
0: Yeah, because I find they, a lot, they start saying, what kind of, what's your type on paper, as they say? And then they'll go, oh, good personality, blonde, tall, likes the gym. Yeah. You know, actually, they're not looking for personality at all, are they? But No, but they're
1: young and they're allowed. Okay. But once you get to a certain age. Yeah, so I'm not talking to, I don't know who listens to this, but if an 18-year-old is listening going, dude, yeah. you ancient old lady, <laughs> I couldn't give a shit. Right. He's really fanciable and everyone fancies him and he happens to fancy me. Is he funny? No. Then fine, absolutely. Hold his hand, let him lick your neck. Yes. But once you're a grown-up, no. Yeah, They're, for the longevity, they, you need to... For the, the longevity, I think, that, I think if they have a sense of humour, that's everything. Every, nothing else really matters. Okay. Good. I'm left to be kind. Yes. And they can't be totally stupid. But I don't even mind a bit of stupid, quite fancy a bit of stupid. As long as they know they're stupid, then you're in. Because then they're laughing about it. So it all they're goes laughing. Back. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. the type, just especially, yeah, just when they're all a bit serious about
0: themselves. That's, that's not fine. No, absolutely not. We'll be back with more from Claudia after this. We're here with Claudia and we have touched on it already. I'm desperate to talk to you about this. Tell me your fourth piece of advice. Right, this might be the it's not the most
1: important, but I'm saying it because it is vital, Mm. underlined, bold font. Have a nap. Yes. Whatever you do, have a nap. So I was 12 and my mum was a journalist. Sometimes you end up, if you're a journalist, at quite weird gatherings. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to turn up for the proprietor or the boss or whatever and you're sitting at lunch and she happened to sit next to a real-life brain surgeon. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? She'd never met anybody that intelligent and that brilliant before. And my mum is, she's the most curious. I don't mean she's curious, weird. She asks questions. It's all she does. Yeah. And she sat next to him and he was charming on blah, blah, blah. And she was talking about me. She had a son, but eight years younger. And he said, his sort of parting shot to her was, oh, by the way, always let your kids sleep because that's where they grow. That's where they mend. That's the best part. That's the best thing you can do for them for their... Frontal lobe, for their brain, for their emotional needs, just always let them sleep, anyway, anyway, nice to meet you, goodbye, so my mom came home, called a family meeting, quite dramatic, <laughs> okay, and uh with the goldfish as well, and me and my brother, my stepdad, and she said, I will never ever, ever tell you not to sleep again or tell you that you're wasting the day, or come in and open the curtains Saturday on Saturday yeah. at nine a m so She then encouraged me always to have a nap and to sleep like it was law in our house. Mm -hmm. And all my girlfriends, I had a tiny, really cute, ceiling painted pink, like a box bedroom with a half single bed in it. And all my girls would stay over and we'd be top to toe, four of us, because she was the only mum who Mm -hmm. said, we'd wake up at 11, go downstairs to grab a Diet Coke. Can you imagine how 80s that was? (laughs) Uh, that everyone went, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, And then she'd go, guys, do you want anything to eat? And then do you want to go back up to get get into bed? And they were like, who is this woman? (laughs) Who is this creature? And if I, you know, found A-levels or uh, I found my finals at university, they were like, next level. And if I went home to revise, my mum would go, don't even look at it yet. I promise you, lie down, just close your eyes Get half an hour, get 20 minutes, get whatever you can, and then you'll be able to deal with it. And so that's how I've lived my life. Yeah. Always. And when I had an office job, I would, like, you know, grab 20 minutes at lunch and just lean against a cubicle like that and just close my eyes and just shut down like a computer, like a phone where you just need a rest. So I just had an app before I talked to you. And I felt quite bouncy.
0: You're obviously a good sleeper then. Can you just go, you can go anywhere or? All of us can. Right. We can. We might've told
1: ourselves we can't. We can. Okay. Even if you don't think you've got any sleep left in you, give it a go. And there, at different times of the day, I have different kinds of advice.
0: Yes. In the morning,
1: I don't want you to get back under the covers. I want you instead to use any kind of, Anything with weight. So I usually use the coat. I've done the school Mm run-in. Whip that off. Lie down put that in front of you. Or an old towel. Not too damp. Bad. You'll get a cold. Mm -hmm. And then just lie there and close your eyes. Even if you you will fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't, supremely rested. And then you wake up starving. Go downstairs. Inhale the bread basket. Go about your day. If you could get two naps in, that would be my preferred choice. If you're young and listening to this, before you go out... You know, when I said I'm, how boring I am, but if I do go out, I'd like you to have a hot bath or hot shower when you come back from work, six-ish, don't get on the phone, don't text your friends going, are you thinking of faux leather leggings, mm. or whatever you're thinking of. By the way, never think of those. It's an aside.
0: Lie down, close your eyes, set your alarm for seven. Yeah. Have a sleep. I love it. And I love that you say in the book that all your friends know about this and they just call it your meeting. Call me My back meeting. after your meeting. Claude, I know you're having a meeting,
1: but also it was difficult. I mean, my husband, I've now been in 24 years. Mm. When I first met him, because you want to, I was barely working. I was a freelancer. I was writing and I was trying to do a bit of telly. I didn't know what I was doing. But I wanted to appear quite like busy, like mm. I've got stuff going on. I stayed the night with him. What, what are you doing tomorrow? This and that, you know, I've just got that, meetings. I mean, nothing, right? I didn't want to say what you don't understand is I'm going to go home and literally sleep. Mm. So I, we called it meetings. <laughs> it's
0: Have a stuck. good meeting, yeah. I love it. It's brilliant. Thank you. Well, now I just feel like I'm going to nap all the time now. Was your say-so? You, say, must. Say, Thank you. I, Because, you know, every now and then you read like a crazy article and it's like lack of sleep is, you know, worse for you than smoking. And then you think, oh, God, I must sleep more. So, And also I think there's this insane pressure where
1: people go, eight hours a day, eight hours a night. If you don't happen to get eight hours – then that's also fine but you can make up for it in the day you just can't have a nap too late if you're not going out because that's as dangerous as bungee jumping yes that's wild
0: yeah but you are you what are you doing this evening i will, well, i'm pregnant so i'm sleeping very well <gasps> Congratulations. And, but i sadly also have a toddler so at the other end of the <gasps> sleep how old's the toddler two and a half lunatic i mean he could do it some listening to your advice to be honest yeah he it's very,
1: I remember that when you're, because the first pregnancy, I was just asleep the whole time. Yeah, me too, I mean, yeah. I was asleep the whole time. People yeah. have to be like, Claude, Claude, you've got to come and read out loud. Oh, mm. okay. And then being pregnant when, yeah, I he was, yeah, same as you, two and three quarters, about three and a half inches.
0: Yeah, nightmare. They don't understand how much sleep you need. They don't understand. But is he on a routine? He is. He's all right. He's not the worst. He's just not the best either. That's fine.
1: Hmm. But he's edible.
0: Yes, of course. Your fifth piece of advice is to do your homework. So I presume we're not just talking about school stuff here. We're talking about you today. Yes, all all the
1: time. I mean, at school, do your bloody homework. What I say to my kids, without the bloody. If you want to go to a great university, do your homework Mm. there. But in life, just do your homework. I think this is a mass generalisation. I think women do we don't want to get caught out mm. or some do I have no idea and I try and coast as much as possible obviously because of the addiction to napping and hot cheese but yeah do your homework just put the hours in and you will yeah. always feel better whether it's for this or whether it's for whatever it is that you're doing any of us you've got to go to a drink thing you don't want to go to for work you have to go and do some presentation you have to Put, it's not uncool to do your homework. And my mum, who is a proper grown-up, still does her homework. Mm. You know, she phoned me up today because she needs to get, what do you call them on the seat? Lights. I mean, I know they're called lights, but they're down lights or something. like Oh, yeah. And she was phoning up. She was like, two have gone, so I'm going to get new ones. But do you, I'm just going to look into the best ones to get for the environment and I was like, okay. And she was like, I read one article. I mean, I love her. This is, it's, she's yeah. getting two lights, right? She's getting two. Like, mum, go easy mm. on yourself. Mm. There's no Amazon priming in her house by the sounds of it. None of it. <laughs> None of it. She is on witch.com yeah. and she's yeah. looking at the best lights that are good and uh, that are sustainable. You know, all of this kind of thing. Yeah, do your homework.
0: I mean, it, I I obviously know it's not the case, but I'm sure people have the perception that TV presenting is super easy. You turn up, someone makes you look pretty and you just like chat on the telly, right? Oh, let me just say they would be correct. <laughs> oh, right, okay. No, no,
1: that is what it is. I can't dress it up for you, really. <laughs> no, people do extraordinary jobs. Mm. People are nurses, they are teachers, they are frontline, they are keeping us fed. I cannot pretend that I do anything complicated. Okay. I can't. I but- go, somebody makes me orange, <laughs> I read out loud. That's it. But will I do my homework when yes. I do it? Yes. Exactly. But still, no, I'm not reading a how to, uh, I don't know, organ transplantation. Sure. I'm not doing something important, but I'll <laughs> still do my homework. Yeah,
0: because the pressure of live TV must be insane. You don't want to be saying the wrong thing. Then. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's the same. I really liked exams. Did you? Uh, yeah, actually didn't mind. Never minded them too much.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. I like them, and I'm trying to. I try to instill that in my kids. I mean, I think I'm an absolute lunatic, but that's fine. They're supposed to. Yeah. But in the same way, which is do your homework, which is live t- TV, is about as close as I could get to a job version of doing my finals, mm-hmm. where you are tested. I like being tested. If you said to me now, I'm really sorry, but Grazia is working with this extraordinary charity, and nobody can go tonight and it's three hours from where you live Uh, I don't know how you're going to get there but you have to turn up and sit with people you've never met before that's a test that's the same as live tv that's the same as doing my finals and I would absolutely do it and I think that's all I mean maybe that's just me but
0: yeah I like being tested yeah Your sixth piece of advice, I always think the world is split into people who can and who can't follow this piece of advice. It's what other people think of you is none of your business. But that's true. Mm.
1: But it really is true. And I'm not, maybe I've had to learn that because of what I do for a living, because I mean, I think Twitter and Instagram is completely fine. I'm not on it nearly enough. Everybody Mm -hmm. who works with me are quite angry about How little a post. I think I've posted three times this year. I just I can't. What am I going to post? Hmm. You know, I like sandwiches. I mean, nobody cares about that, least of all me. But, you know, whenever I do something, people will have an opinion like, oh, she looks disgusting. And that's absolutely fine. They are entitled. I'm not angry about that opinion. I Luckily, I don't feel trolled at all. People are genuinely nice. If they're not, maybe I don't see it because I'm not on those platforms enough. But it isn't any of my business yeah. if they go, why is she wearing that? Or Why is she doing that? Or why is her voice annoying? Or why is her fringe so long? Or whatever. That's happened. They should have those thoughts. I have those thoughts about other people. Yeah. I don't think anybody's fringe is too long, by the way. There is no such thing.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's got nothing to do with me. But- yeah. I think there's a difference, isn't there, between having those thoughts and making them people's business by putting them out there on social media, adding people in, telling them to, you know, look at these things, that is a big difference. And I guess what you're saying is the same, is that you can you can not engage in that conversation.
1: Oh, you mustn't engage.
0: Mm. You mustn't. No,
1: you mustn't engage. If you and I were doing this in real life, in which is how we'd normally do it, mm. and let's say we were doing it in a restaurant. I know we wouldn't because of the sound, but just stay with me. Okay. And there would be people next to us going... I don't know what she's wearing about you, or she looks disgusting about me. It's
0: absolutely fine. Mm. I mean, fine. yeah, And freeing, I bet, when you can truthfully believe that. Totally freeing. Mm. But also
1: it's true. Since when did it matter? Mm. If I ever, and of course I've done it, I'm sure I've done it, if I've ever hurt or offended somebody I love, You know, if I've ever been a bit short with a girlfriend or I've been like, I can't talk right now or whatever it is, Mm. I would be mortified. If I gave bad advice, I'd be mortified to the people I love, to my family, to my friends. If I'm late for school pickup, no way. I mean, throw me in a skip. I'd be absolutely Mm. so sad about that. So the people I love, their opinion of me is Mm -hmm. fine. Everybody else's, don't be ridiculous.
0: Don't be ridiculous, that's a complete waste of life. We're only here for two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Right, we always finish on the worst piece of advice you've been given because, you know, it it teaches us something too. So tell me what that is for you. At university, a girlfriend of mine said, you can't miss
1: out on anything. She had had the opposite view of me. She was amazing. And it was, be the last to leave the party. Mm -hmm. That is not the right piece of advice. (laughs) on any level okay goes against everything you've said actually by the way even if it's your party get out go and stay at a friend's (laughs) leave with your best friend and go i guess i'll tidy up tomorrow yeah make sure there's an ice bag in the fridge in the sink Mm. guys go for it get the (laughs) hell out run for
0: the wind and get under some sort of heavy duvet it all feeds back in yeah Brilliant. Claudia, thank you so much for joining us today. I've loved having you you. on.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. I loved it. How brilliant is Claudia Winkleman? So great to have her with us. Her book of essays is out now in paperback and it's called Quite. Thanks as always for listening. I know we ask this a lot, but it really helps us out. If you're enjoying the show, we would love you to like, rate and share Grazia Life Advice with friends and in your podcast player. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time.